what it means when a comment irks you. So a couple weeks ago, a friend sent me a message that kind of irked me. It was an obscure comment where he said that I'll probably never leave my current city and I'll end up where I'm living forever while he's out there living in some exotic countries and whatnot. Now I know from experience that if you are bothered by something that someone says, it's because deep down a part of you fears that it will come true. And we see this everywhere. The smoker gets uneasy when they hear lung cancer statistics. The bridesmaid gets way too drunk and hooks up with the first guy because always the bridesmaid, never the bride, and the clock's ticking. That fat comment hurts because, at least partly, you believe it's true. After all, if we had six-pack abs, we'd laugh and completely forget about it. It'd be like water off the duck's back. For me, that comment revealed the fear that maybe I won't ever leave my town, that I'm wasting precious years here when I could be living in other exciting countries and other cities, greener pastures and all that. So we all receive comments that irk us. What do we do about it? Well, to answer this, we first must understand what we humans do by default when we experience discomfort at a psychological level. According to psychologists, we tend to react to stress, or cognitive dissonance as they call it, in one of three ways. One, we change our behavior. This is where we take immediate action. This is the smoker who throws out his entire pack and vows to never smoke again. Two, we focus on things that support our behavior. This is the single bridesmaid that flips to sex in the city with a glass of wine to laugh at the foolishness of marriage and how awesome it is to be single. Three, we justify our behavior. This is the classic fuck it, we all die one day approach. We embrace the worst case scenario and we simply stop caring. Who cares if I die alone? But more common than not, most people just shoot the damn messenger. We snap or we storm off. We mask feelings with booze or food or whatever drug of choice is our own. And we push that stressful reminder as far away as possible. Mute the stress and everything will be okay. In case you haven't noticed yet, these strategies don't work. We've been playing this game around stress for a very long time now as humans. And they don't work that well to relieve ourselves of stress, at least long term. Smokers don't quit, and justifying doesn't end up changing reality. A better way. The real solution for permanent cognitive dissonance reduction is to get to the root cause of the stress and resolve it once and for all. Or at least start working at it at that root level versus avoiding it all. And we do that with three steps. One, you start by asking yourself a single question. What am I most worried will happen here? So in that moment where you either receive a comment or someone asks you a question and you feel yourself getting all pissy and defensive, rather than snap at them, ask that question, what am I most worried will happen here? What inside here am I deep down believing might actually happen is true? I worry that blank. For example, I worry that I won't find the partner of my dreams, that I'll never have kids, that I'll get lung cancer too, that I'll never leave this town, whatever the case for you. 
This question forces you to shift your attention away from the person who made the comment and wanting to wring their damn neck with your bare hands and look instead inward. It also makes you take responsibility for the fact that the comment only irks you because deep down a part of you believes it's true. Step two, dissolve stress by feeling it right down to its core. With every stress, there's a wall of negative emotion that comes with it. It could be fear, worry, jealousy, anger, any negative emotion. The path that I take is from the pages of Eckhart Tolle, who teaches that we all have a pain body and it arises when triggered by certain things. Your job is simply to watch any negative feelings that come up and feel them completely, no holding back. But rather than getting lost in them and buying into the whole story, you're the observer, you're the witness, and you simply watch them move through you unobstructed. So imagine the stressful thought, the thought that irks you is, I should have been married by now. If this brings up anxiety, observe and feel that anxiety 100%. It's like holding a difficult yoga pose and you stay with it for at least two to five minutes and you let the emotions course through your body without resistance. Why is this an important step? It is the most effective way to dissolve your pain body. It allows you to use your awareness to literally burn it up. And negative emotions will return to you at a weaker and weaker intensity from that point forward the more you do this act. I actually used this technique a lot a few years ago to dissolve a lot of stress and fear and anxiety I had around money issues and being worried about not having enough money really took a huge chunk of that charge completely out of it. Step three, get critical. In other words, don't believe everything you think. At this stage, you're already in an immensely better place than you were. You're no longer running away from your stress, nor is it buried deep in your unconscious. Instead, it's now sitting right out in the open, ready to be examined. Now at this stage, You get really critical, you get rational, question the story that you have written there. Ask yourself the question, is it even true? So let's say we stay with the stressed out single bridesmaid example of not being married yet theme. So let's say I'm worried that I'll never get married. This is where you start to really question that. Says who, who says, who knows, you know, who knows what the future holds? Life can change at the drop of a hat. Let's say you wrote down for a stress, I should have been married by now. This is where you get rational and you ask, was it even possible before now to get married? Was there the right partner? Who said you even wanted to get married before now? You can now also at this stage investigate, where did you pick up this thought? Where did it get started? You weren't always stressed out about it. You know, when you were a child, at some point you started to get stressed out. Maybe it was watching other people, what they were doing, your peers. What evidence is supporting it? So don't believe everything you think and don't assume that everything you fear is going to come true. So at this point, I want to recommend Byron Katie's The Work. She's what I personally use at this process to really dissolve a lot of stress and transform it into peace and uh, 
I like to say really about 60 to 70% of the stress that I've had in the last five years have been reduced by doing this practice over and over and over again on all the little things that irk me and freak me out. So to conclude, let discomfort lead you home. When my friends comment, it went from being annoyance into insight. It had nothing to do with him and everything to do with me. And the same is true for you too, every time you get irked. So rather than getting defensive when people irk you, turn this into a practice. It allows you to unwind all your fears and take you back home to your natural state of clarity.